Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Joe, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. I have the absolute pleasure of introducing one of my colleagues, Sarah Jansel. We connected through the Fast Foundations Mastermind, which has been fantastic. And I am very excited to introduce Sarah today because she's going to be teaching us about how to create a Shopify store. Sarah Jansel is a raving fan of all things e-commerce. She is both the owner of an online women's fashion boutique, Sari and Sari, and the CEO of Jansel & Co, jansel&co.com, where she helps clients build, brand, and grow online stores on Shopify. After starting her boutique business, Sarah sought out as much information as she could on how to set one up, run it, and make it profitable. She then took this passion to a new level where she and her team used that knowledge to help startups and small to medium-sized businesses get their businesses and products online as well. Rated by Yahoo Finance on as one of the coaches helping businesses soar in 2021, Sarah's background has mainly been in the business world, working for Fortune 500 companies, leaving her last role as an award-winning VP of People and Operations at Carfax Canada. She holds diplomas in human resource management, management consulting, is certified in Prosy Change Management Professional and holds a Master of Business in Executive Management. Sarah is passionate about helping others realize their passions and turn them into a profitable online business. Whoop, whoop. So exciting. Wow, what a background. You have got an absolute roster of education and experience. I'm so happy to have you here today, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here, especially talking about how to make that money. <laughs> so I'm so happy to have you here on the show today. And before we get into the nitty gritty of like how to actually start a Shopify business, I just want to dive into your background of how you left your corporate career to go independent and what that process was like, because that's so interesting to me. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in 2019, um, I decided to start a fashion business. Uh, one of the things that most people don't know about me as I was working in corporate, you know, banks, consulting firms, the whole nine yards, loved what I was doing was, you know, growing up the ladder there uh, was that I'd always kept a foot in the fashion door. So <laughs> from a young age, I was involved in a number of things, um, you know, shoots and different creative aspects. And I never really let that go. And so when people kind of asked me to try to pinpoint a moment in which it was like, okay, you know, I was going to kind of leave and do an entrepreneur thing. I really think that this was just something that continued throughout my career that I'd kind of held on to and always thought about different business ideas, just never really pursued them. It was always sort of like, you know, this thing that I would like fantasize about over a glass of wine at the end of the day kind of thing. 
Um, and so in 2019, um, even though I had, you know, moved back home, had gotten a new VP role, like everything was going great, loved what I was doing. Uh, but I was still felt like there was just something missing for me. And so I was on a vacation with my husband and decided like this was going to be the time. It was 2019, January. I was like, when we get home, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to push into this. And I've always thought about fashion. You know, people tend to ask me where I got some of the things that I'm wearing. I'm just going to start to look at some of the brands that I love the most and start bringing that here to Canada. Uh, so for a year, I did that and and worked in my corporate job, and it was really fun. And I did, you know, met lots of really cool people. So then in 2019, uh, I was really thinking about, you know, not necessarily leaving my corporate role, but how I would start to scale and expand that fashion business. It was really a passion project for me. And so I hired a coach uh, who was actually somebody that was connected with Fast Foundations, how we met. And, you know, through the process of talking about how I would scale that, we actually started talking about how she was like, hey, Sarah, like, you know, you've got all this experience with coaching and training and like, you know, you, you know, Shopify, like the back of your hand, like we have people need you right now, right? It was just at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, and so she kind of convinced me to take on a couple of clients that she had. And I sort of thought, well, I don't even know if I'm going to charge these people, but sure, I'm, I'd be willing to help, you know, and uh, very quickly after that realized how exciting it was to not only be creating things in my business, but that I could take everything I had learned in corporate and start to help these people get their new visions off the ground. So um, very shortly after that, I decided to, to leave my corporate role um, for something new and exciting. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is such an incredible story. And I can't wait to check out your online boutique because you said that it's uh, California fashion for Canadians. Is that what it is? Yeah. So everything yeah, I so source comes from California. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Have you had um, like, have you had any roadblocks or anything like that getting product here because of pandemic? Like I know there's oh. been, yeah, or good do question. you not, do you not actually have to, <laughs> I don't know how that works. Like importing importing things from the US right now. Yeah, definitely. So it's funny, the way that I've kind of worked it is I will um, purchase a season at a time usually. And then if things start to run out, then I'll refill that with vendors um, as we go. So because I'm purchasing like my fall stuff, for example, I bought in July and August, it gets here. And then, you know, already right now, you'd be thinking about buying for spring, summer. So you're so much further ahead. Um, I don't know if gotcha. all the boutiques do it that way, but that's when things start to become available. And I love to get in right on the hop with the new trends. So it's so far it hasn't <laughs> affected me, but <laughs> amazing. That's yeah, definitely take some planning, I guess. So let's talk yeah. about Shopify. So for our listeners who have never heard of Shopify, what is Shopify and, and what is an online boutique? Definitely. Yeah. So Shopify is amazing. Um, it's the product. Uh, I researched a number of products before I got started. The main reasons that I decided to go with that platform is it's very product based. It does do product service, um, subscription memberships, all kinds of things. And a lot of businesses, you know, as we know, aren't often, you know, what I like to call one trick pony. They tend to expand over time, be a bit of a hybrid of both. Um, so Shopify supported that, but uh, it's it's really a one stop shop. Like that was one of the first reasons, meaning it's, you know, your CRM uh, for your customers, it manages your inventory, it has all kinds of insights and reports, it's your website, 
Um, you know, it's, uh, it's like a mechanism that you can use email marketing through, like, you know, you can do all kinds of things within your online store and connect it to sales channels, meaning, uh, you can create shops and you've probably seen this when you've been on Facebook or Pinterest or, in, or um, Instagram, where there's shops that you can go to and actually click and buy the products right from the platform. Uh, you know, Snapchat, TikTok. Amazon, even there's just so many opportunities from one specific platform to tell it to sell on multiple platforms. And so for me as a new business thinking, wow, this is really going to simplify my life. Even the shipping is built in, you know, I've never had to do shipping and fulfillment and all these other things. If I just have to go to one place and push a button to do all of these things, then I'm totally sold. Uh, So that was one of the main reasons that I decided to go with them. Uh, The second reason is really just that they're a growing brand. I mean, they are Canadian and we are Canadian as well, which is, you know, a side perk. Um, But certainly they are just really focused on continuing to make that product better and better. And so amazing, not only for the shop owner, but for the, the end user on the other end. Whoa, that's so cool. I definitely have to check this out because... I, this is something I know very little about, but as you know, I'm all about creating multiple streams of income. And this yes. is definitely something that our listeners can create and employ. And for, for those listening that want to connect with Sarah, Sarah has an amazing Instagram account where she talks about all of this. So it is at Sarah Jansel, J-A-N-S-E-L or Jansel and Co. And so when you talk about coaching clients on how to set up their Shopify account, because I mean, for myself personally, I wouldn't have a clue how to start. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do people get started with this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the big ways when people are following my account, I find a lot of people are like, I have this idea. It's kind of like me. It's maybe been percolating for a little while. I don't really know a lot about, you know, selling online, you know, because I'm, I'm good at this thing that I want to do. Uh, and that's great. That's that's where you want to be. Right. And uh, so oftentimes I have people, you know, come to my Facebook group and I do free training every week there. And I'm always trying to put out content that's that's teaching people. But if there was one tip I could give people out there about, you know, I'm thinking about this, I want to get started, you know, where do I start? I mean, of course, you can download a free trial, you can do all kinds of things, you can work with a coach like me. Uh, But I think the one thing is just to make sure you understand what that thing that you want to do or you want to sell, like what problem is that product actually solving? Or in other words, I like to kind of flip that on its head a little bit and say, you know, how is it going to benefit people? Everything we do is going to transform somebody's life in some way or make it better in some sort of way. So just really understanding that about your product and then understanding from that, well, who would actually buy that? A lot of clients actually start with an idea and just move right to the store without spending some time really thinking about like, how would I actually, you know, like get the message out and how do I make this resonate with people? And just a little bit of time spent on product and ideal customer will go a, will make the whole process so much easier because you know how to say things, you know what it should look like, you know what your pitch is going to be like all those things. So like if there was one place to spend a little bit of time that will make the process go smoother, that would be it for me. Well, and that's so relevant for any new business, not even mm-hmm. just a Shopify store, but how is this going to benefit or improve the life of your buyer? Yes. Whatever it is, yes. right? whether it's clothing, whether it's yep. coaching, whether it's, I don't know, financial planning or accounting, how is this going to make their life easier Absolutely. and or easier or better? So, okay. So now we know how to start and we're starting to look at, you know, maybe we start our free trial. We're, we're understanding who our niche is. How do you source the product and do you have to carry inventory or how does that work? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And it's a big one I get from clients. And I mean, the nice thing about having an online store is you have multiple ways that you can run that. There is no one size fits all, (laughs) which is a good thing. Uh, Certainly the way we build that's usually the same. Um, But really, there's all kinds of things. And I work with clients from everything from traditional store owners that, you know, want to either have a product that they've produced or they've curated, even like myself, you know, bringing specific pieces up. Um, I have clients that don't want to carry an inventory like that. And there are a lot of options for that, Um, you know, from things called print on demand, where literally you could sell, you know, a yoga mat, a t-shirt, a hat, uh, you know, even an MP3 speaker, like there are all kinds of homewares and things like that and personalize them with your logo or a saying or different things. Um, And literally you work with a company and it doesn't cost you anything, but as your customers purchase those products, they get printed on demand uh, for that type of thing, which is really neat. Um, Very similar to drop shipping, um, a lot of drop shipping. um, There are some local drop shippers, but also offshore, um, you know, or you can even sell courses and things that might complement or, you know, pieces of education information, digital products um, that will help. Um, you know, like, you know, whether you need to carry an inventory or not. Um, So brands that I work with are everything from fitness to farms, to athleisure, chicory boards, surfboard shops, beer companies, um, tea companies, you name it. Uh, And so, you know, there's kind of two different models I see either one where it's like me where it's like, okay, we have a specific product we want to sell, we're going to build the business and the brand around that. Uh, or a lot more of what I'm seeing are people who have existing businesses. And this is where your, your income uh, stream kind of comes from, where they want to actually have it complement something that they do today. So some examples would be a fitness client of mine uh, wants to sell exercise brand or bands um, that she uses with every single client she trains but it has her logo on it and it's her product and it's very profitable for her because she already has an existing client base. There's already a product that they use. So there's definitely, you know, a need, um, same as, you know, I'm trying to think a medical practitioner that I work with who sells, works on hormones and sells like a tea for every day of your cycle kind of thing, or even some balloon artists I work with who do at home parties that sell DIY kits. Uh, So if you want to do that at home, so there's so many different types of models. I kind of (laughs) feel like if you can think it, we can create it. (laughs) Holy moly. I did not realize. And that's so smart, especially for people in the fitness industry who constantly need to diversify their income at, as we know there's that's probably one of the industries that changes the quickest in terms of you know how people are doing things if they're doing online classes and maybe they have they could even have like a, a training program that people could buy or absolutely meal plans or something like that where it's like a downloadable versus yeah you know, an, a, a physical product. Yeah, really interesting. Balloon parties. Yeah, balloon <laughs> that, parties. You'd that, be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. So, uh, tell us about some of your clients, if you don't mind. Who who's your ideal client, and when would somebody engage a coach like you in their in their cycle of setting up their Shopify store? Yeah, definitely. So typically we work with like startup. So just sort of at the idea phase, I think I have this thing that I that I want to sell, but I need some guidance. Uh, Typically on the business model, should I carry it, curate it, make it? 
Uh, so startups or small to medium sized businesses, um, all different genres. I even do some retail because uh, Shopify does a, a really simple uh, retail point of sale system that's built in as well. Uh, and so clients typically come to me um, for a few different reasons. Um, number one, they're trying to figure out their branding and their positioning and that client stuff and all that at the beginning. And we'll work with them on that and, and create a whole package. Um, we'll build the store for them. Uh, we'll set them up with email marketing and they can even join, you know, a membership program at the end if they're trying to, you know, continue their growth. Like once you've got the store and you're off to the races, a lot of times clients are like, okay, now what I really want to take this to the next level. So we ser service all of the above. Uh, we also work with clients who already have stores. Um, we're actually seeing quite a bit of a trend because as we know, through the pandemic, a lot of people tried to quickly pull something together and, you know, then they're like, okay, well, I, I did this to myself and I, and I really want it to look a little bit more professional. So we do redesigns all the time. That's a really popular uh, service that we run. So we've d become a bit more of a full <laughs> experience suite and we're even looking at adding some social media components as well. Very cool. Very cool. I love that. And, you know, I, I totally understand what you mean about working with people who have started because that was, I mean, I, you know, I'm in a, I'm not on Shopify, but I started my business myself. I essentially yeah. did my 80% of my own website, but then yeah. realized after that I was like, oh, I didn't do a very good job of this. So <laughs> now I've employed somebody to do a revamp over it. So it's, you know, people get the idea that just because they've started something, the idea of permanency where they've just got to stick to it rather than reinvent right. it and make it better. And especially when businesses want to scale and grow, there may be limiting factors within their current business model where that would be a time where they would need to engage a professional to help them take it from good to great. Right. And Definitely. it sounds like that's kind of what you guys do is you can either start it from scratch or take them from good to great. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I don't think they have to be an expert in everything either, right? Like, <laughs> you totally. know, yeah, like if they're really good at, you know, that fitness thing or, you know, in your case, like the finance thing and you need someone to do that, like that's where you can kind of take a break from having to be everything for, to everyone and, and really pull someone in that can help you take that to the next level with, you know, limited pain. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's funny. I heard um, on a podcast recently that says, that the number one way to grow your business is to fire yourself. And what that wow, meant was, yeah. yeah. So the number one way to grow your business was to fire yourself in the sense that you can't do it all. And you right. need to recognize that there are certain things that are outside of your specialties. And there are people that are specialists in that area that once you get to a certain point, employing them to do their genius and work in their genius so that you can spend more time focusing on your genius. And in your case, it would be like, for example, in, in, a, in the clothing business, if you're worried about email marketing and social media and how to find clients and lead magnets and all mm -hmm. sorts of stuff, that's not your specialty, but you want to build a store in fashion. When you hire somebody to help you do those things or set those you know tasks up, then you can focus more of your time on actually sourcing the fashion, getting into, you know, what your passion or your genius is so that you can expand your business and grow in the income producing activities of, of how you grow your business. So I, I'm a firm believer that coaching or hiring the right people to have as part of your team is so important for your business. So I, I like that, um, 
that saying that I heard on the podcast where it's like, if you want to grow your business, you have to fire yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about some personal experiences in the coach that you've had with coaching and, and maybe some um, client wins that you've had in terms of creating passive income or, you know, a success story, because I, I would love to hear about somebody who's kind of just started and all of a sudden, you know, blown up their business through Shopify in maybe something that they didn't originally anticipate. Yeah, definitely. I can think of a few. Um, what you were saying about coaching really resonated with me because I think, you know, having, it's kind of funny and people will laugh at this, being in HR, I was a coach prescriber, we'll call it, <laughs> for a lot of people, uh, yeah. you know, trying to help leaders. Um, oh, did we freeze again? Oh, shoot. Sorry, we froze. We're back. Yeah, you said, uh, so we'll start again from um, being in HR, you were a coach prescriber. Yeah. So being in HR, I would be a bit of a coach prescriber. So I would, you know, help leaders if they wanted to excel into an area, you know, we would hire someone, we would outsource that, we would do that. And I think becoming an entrepreneur, having been the person people would come to, I hadn't always, uh, well, I had mentors necessarily taken on, um, you know, some of my own medicine and having bumped into being an entrepreneur, some of the first things I did was hire someone to do my branding, was hire a coach. And I think there's something really magical and powerful about being able to pick up where somebody's left off. You know, even if they're two, three, you know, four steps ahead of you, Uh, imagine, right? Like that's the investment in that's the investment in you. And you're able to really just kind of catapult that learning or get into that space that you want to so much quicker, so much faster, and it makes your life a lot easier. So I've continued to invest in coaches time and time and time again, um, because of that. And when I think about success stories, there's a few that came to mind, but they kind of all have the same thing, which is, you know, um, you know, one client in particular was a crafter and, you know, she made really amazing t-shirts and really amazing personalized mugs and really amazing, uh, you know, signs for people's homes, Christmas decor. Like she was doing a whole bunch of different things and really was just doing this because it was fun and it was a hobby and it really became a business for her quite quickly. But it was like, you know, DM me on Facebook and, you know, or somebody would hear about her and it would be like, yeah, okay, just drop money off in my mailbox kind of thing. And you can only do that for so long before it becomes, you know, that you're trying to run that business and all of the manual processes before you didn't. And what was funny about her business was the materials that she was trying to bring in to create these things it was very difficult to source. There was only a few people that had it. It could be very expensive. She didn't feel, you know, necessarily she was getting the kind of services she wanted or somebody to like help recommend or how to make some of these things. Like there were all these needs that she started to see that were being unmet. And it was through that process that she actually decided I'm going to become a craft vinyl supplier for all of these people that I'm connected with and all these women that I've been in all these Facebook groups with. And I'm going to take all the things that, you know, I feel were kind of missing for me and I'm going to make those super amazing. And they launched, I think it was on Boxing Day last year, and they immediately started having five figure months. It was like immediate and they have blown up and been picking up steam. And, you know, I know anytime I'm with her, her phone is just cha-ching, cha-ching, the little Shopify sound you get when you have a sale. (laughs) 
Um, and it's because, you know, she saw a need and she felt, uh, you know, something that was missing in the market. She was able to provide that quite easily just by going out and sourcing the things on her own. And I think those stories hit home quite a bit because there's usually something that we're doing or there's some sort of thing that's lacking for us. You know, for me, it was like, oh, I'm bringing my clothes up from, you know, California and, you know, uh, I'm not really finding what I want here. And there's a specific kind of thing and people are asking me for it. So it's like, I'm going to just start selling that myself. Right. Like, so there's, it's usually the simple things that become the most profitable, the most amazing, and people are just really passionate about. Yeah. Wow. I love how you did. Like she just looked at what am I struggling to find? How yep. can I make that easier for other people? And just blew up her business. <laughs> totally. And you know, I, it's such a, it's such a simple concept. If you think about it, it is. And I think like, what people often miss is that typically when we get into these things, we are the ideal client or we are some version of the client. We we're, we see a need because we had that need at one point in time. And so it, it really does that spending that time on that and really figuring out what those pain yeah. points are. Like you can really make something out of that. And I think that's how a lot of business get businesses get started in general. It's like, mm -hmm. what did I, so for myself personally, like when I started my financial coaching business, I went through a really tough financial situation in about 2017 and I was completely on my own. Like I had no one helping me, telling me what to do or how to get out of this position. And as soon as I came out of it, I was like, there are so many women that need this kind of support and don't have anyone to turn to. Right. And that's how I created my business. Same thing. Yeah. You know, just, just a different product or service where what is something that you have struggled to find, do, or overcame. Mm -hmm. And then how do you turn that into a tangible product or a service that other people can learn from? Because there are other people in that position who are willing to pay money for Absolutely. the kind of expertise that you have in that particular area, whatever that may be, whether you're a coach or whether you're an online distributor of some sort of product that's hard to source or yeah, <laughs> this is giving me all sorts of ideas. I can oh, see good. my little idea <laughs> wheel spinning right now. I'm like, what? I'm like, what could I make on a Shopify, <laughs> yeah. on a Shopify uh, business? So uh, when it comes to branding your, like, I don't, I'm, like I said, I don't really know a lot about this, but can you completely customize your store and integrate it into your website or do you have mm. to have a separate page for this or how does that work? Like if you already have a website set up for your business, you just, can you add like a shop tab and then just integrate it into your business? Absolutely. Both, I would say. So, you know, if you're wanting to add a shop component to your business, we can build that and have it look very cohesive with what you already have. And you're just simply clicking on the shop tab but your business is going to run through the proper e-commerce platform that will help you do all the inventory stuff and whatnot that you need to do uh, and shipping and, you know, all the good stuff that's a part of a business. On the flip side of that, we have clients where, yeah, like we in Shopify and many other websites, there are certain templates, but they're 100% customizable. It's actually one of the best questions I get from clients is, is my store going to look like somebody else's? Because, you know, we're working from sort of a set of different things that we can customize. And the answer is no. And I love to take them through and show them some different examples of um, different websites that were built on similar platforms and just how vastly different they are. I think the main thing is that we're 
building something that is completely centered around the client. So if you're the vinyl crafter, like what's important to you and what do you need and where do we put videos about how to use the vinyl once you buy it and things like that, right? So it's, we can completely customize that. I've also had clients who have had websites and want to do this, but in some cases, I'll I'll use a charcuterie board client as an example. So she had a, a main page that was about what they do and why they do what they do and some things about sustainability and how they were using wood on their property. It was a really interesting uh, story of two retirees that just picked up a passion project and it also um, became really popular. And, you know, we took a look at what she was using her webpage for. And I'm like, it's really just a landing page that she wanted to add a shop tab to. And I'm like, you know, Shopify can offer you the landing page plus all the bells and whistles. So, you know, it really depends. And that's one of the things that we try to guide clients on when we look at their situation and say, like, do you need all that stuff? Because you could probably do away with that and those fees and just have, you know, a one-stop shop, but everybody is a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'll have to, I'll have to look into this. What would be your number one piece of advice? Because I know there's going to be some people thinking about starting a Shopify store after listening to this, because I know I am (laughs) and I'm, I'm always looking at, you know, multiple streams of income. So for somebody who is just absolutely knows nothing about this, is inspired to start a shop, what would be your num- number one piece of advice to them on getting started and, and how to get started? Yeah, so I was there because I was in the situation where I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but I wasn't totally sure and just, you know, ended up landing on an idea and being like, I'm going to go forth and conquer. <laughs> but part of my learning experience was trying to spend all the time with the Googling and the YouTubing and all the things to learn the Shopify platform, which ended up taking me a lot longer. There really wasn't anything out there, which was, again, was the premise of why I built a Facebook group uh, to start teaching people about Shopify, what it is, what its capability is, you know, what are some of the top trending products? I'm doing a series on that right now. There's like eight products that I would recommend if you're trying to figure out what to sell in 2022 that have growth potential. Um, So I would say, you know, obviously spend time on that. Like, what is the product genre you're thinking? And, you know, how is it solving a problem? But if you are just looking for some inspiration and trying to figure out like, how, what kinds of language they even use in e-commerce. Joining my Facebook group would be a great thing because uh, it's it's a free group. We do weekly training. I take requests on what people want to hear, uh, all that kind of thing. And it's just a great spot to kind of like get your feet wet on those things before you start to dive into some of the more mechanics behind the system. Yeah, cool. And if you can send me the link to the Facebook, I can drop it in yes. the description. So anybody that wants to listen uh, can, can pop in there. I'm definitely going to pop in there. Yes. <laughs> so... Yeah. And, and I love what you said about like knowing where to go to find the right information, because when I started my website in, I guess I started building it in May, 2021. And it took me three months to build because I had no idea what I was doing. I was like watching, I was going down a rabbit hole of information. And this is again, where, where I would highly suggest if somebody is wanting to start a new business or be independent or go to become an entrepreneur, that you just hire someone to help you if you can afford it or factor into your business transition budget because you can waste so many hours going down rabbit holes of researching, not finding the right information. I spent days on YouTube trying to figure out how to start a, a coaching business online. And there was so much 
you know, crappy information out there of this videos that I had to watch and this and that trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, as opposed to having one go-to person who's a specialist in this area. And you just go to them and you get concise information on exactly what you need to do. It yes. just saves so much time and hassle and energy and, and honestly money, because if you're mm -hmm. going down these research rabbit holes, you're not making money while you're doing it. Right. So the yeah. longer it takes you to start it, yeah. the less, you know, it's the opportunity cost of not having a thriving business for those. For In my case, it, was, it took me three months to get my business yes. off the ground. Right. So for those three months, I wasn't making anything. Yeah. <laughs> so speeding up that process. Yeah. So we'll definitely check out your Facebook group. What would you say? Could you give us some of the tips on the trending products for 2022? I'm curious to know what some of those oh, are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you want to get the full Monty, so it's called Simplify Shopify Facebook Community. Uh, but yeah. there are a few different things that I've been talking about. There shouldn't be any surprises. Uh, I could probably get into dish on these, but, uh, you know, children's toys are really hot. And there's okay. a few reasons for that. I mean, I think the uh, economy has shifted. There are parents working from home. There is homeschooling. There is, you know, um, kids that are trying to find other ways to entertain themselves on weekends and all kinds of things. And so uh, toys that can help people learn new subjects, uh, be entertained while the parent is working from home, um, things that parents can, you know, teach kids or work together. That's a huge one. Uh, another one is anything home improvement wise. Um, so believe it or not, like <laughs> drills and cutters have like a crazy year over year growth. It was something like 236% or something like that. <laughs> who, who doesn't know someone that's doing DIY something right home now? Improvement projects. Yes, yeah. yeah. And if you could get even more niche, it's like a $13.6 billion market that they've said uh, by like 2027. 20, so it's it's just going to blow up. So I don't know anyone right now that I've talked to that's not doing something. Um, so if you could even do something in pink for women or get really niche, I mean, I think you have something cool there. Um, workout equipment is another one, uh, think about Peloton, how that's blown up and just all the things people are doing at home and shockingly reusable water bottles of all things, especially those that are customizing them, like the maker that I mentioned. Um, I don't know anyone who doesn't have a Yeti or something that, uh, yeah. is being customized and there are different reasons for things like that, like environmental focus or just that's the way I want my drink to be cool. And, you know, <laughs> all kinds of things But these markets are not no not like big crazy different things but they're they're hot markets right now or if you're looking to get into something there's already a need and there isn't one going away yeah and actually yeah. just on that note about when you were talking about kids toys mm -hmm. i did an interview a little while ago with a guy named kevin matheson who is a venture capitalist and he was talking about another industry that is absolutely booming right now is pet products. Yes. Because so many people got dogs during yes. the pandemic <laughs> that now all these dogs also need to be entertained. And I yes. myself am, you know, guilty. I've got a five-month-old golden retriever puppy. Right. <laughs> who is who, who is in her crate right now while I'm <laughs> on this podcast because she's high energy. And mm -hmm. you know, like dogs need I mean I go outside I actually just bought two dog rain jackets yes and dogs need toys clothes especially in Canada I mean other places probably not clothes but in Canada they need rain jackets for sure definitely so things like that is probably another big one it's so, a huge hmm, one this is really interesting yeah. yeah, this is super interesting. I feel like I'm going to be uh, hitting you <laughs> up after this podcast. Being like, can you set me up a dog 
store. Yes. <laughs> Pet product store. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for all this information. I'm definitely going to jump in the Facebook group. Can you just repeat the name of it one more time? Absolutely. Yeah. It was called the Simplify Shopify community. And it was all around the premise that it doesn't have to be difficult. It can be simple. Um, but that's why, you know, a coach can really help you kind of zero in. Um, just like Sandra said, right? Like it, it doesn't have to be that hard. Um, but yeah, I would welcome anybody that's interested in joining and learning a bit more. Okay, awesome. So if you want to connect with Sarah, her Instagram is Sarah Jansel or Jansel and Co is her business. And you can check out her website as well, janselandco.com. And I will put the Facebook link in the description. So if you do want to pop in and learn about how you can create yourself an online store and passive income streams so that you can have more financial freedom, be sure to check it out. And thank you so much for being here today, Sarah. That was so helpful. You speak so well on podcasts and I cannot wait uh, to see what next year brings for you and your business. So oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.